Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Hi, Niall. I am absolutely horrified at my sister's latest action and I need to know if anyone else can understand why. Because she doesn't. Her son, my nephew, has just finished first year in secondary school. Unfortunately, he didn't just he didn't adjust well to the change and hasn't made any friends yet. We had an idea that he was maybe getting picked on by some of the other kids in his class, but we've no real evidence. My, eventually, about a month ago, my sister went through his phone uh, when he was asleep and found hundreds and hundreds of horrific messages from mostly one kid in particular, but a few others that were clearly just joining in and echoing what the ringleader was saying. My sister was horrified and she told... Uh, I told her to go straight to the school and voice her concerns. The school basically confirmed that the bullying was also taking place in the school and that they tried to keep them separate as much as possible. My sister has uh, has a bit of a temper and a couple of days ago she spotted the ringleader while picking my nephew up from school. She stormed over to the kid, started screaming at him and when he laughed she grabbed him by the scruff and held him up against the wall screaming at him and telling him not to go near her son ever again or else. She only confided this to me yesterday and I'm absolutely horrified that she physically grabbed and screamed at somebody else's child. I understand that she's frustrated, that he is a bully and her son feels helpless, but this isn't the way to deal with it as far as I'm concerned. Niall, I need to know what your listeners think. Yeah, they've obviously come to blows over the way you deal with a bully. You know, and I don't know how you deal with a bully or what the right way. I mean, years ago, of course, you always told your child if somebody hits you, you hit them back, you know. And years ago, if you had a problem with a bully, you know, your dad, your ma went around to the bully's house and knocked the head off their father or mother or something like that. But that's not how we deal with it nowadays. Or is it? Because some people would say, well, that's the best way to deal with it. I want to know how you would deal with it. The number's 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. I want you to text a WhatsApp. And the question I'm asking you is, is this mother right? Was she right to deal with the bully in that way? To literally see him at the school, grab him by the scruff of the neck, push him up against a wall, scream into his face. Now, remember... Just started in secondary school, 12 years of age. First year. 12 years of age, roughly. So you're talking about a 12-year-old. She grabbed the 12-year-old by the throat, by the neck, by the scruff, whatever, pushed him up against the wall and screamed into his face. Now, I'm sure the bullying might stop. But is that the way to deal with it? The school have already put a plan into place where they're separating the two of them, but that clearly wasn't working too well. And the bully is still, you know nowadays with mobile phones, of course, the bully will still keep at it. But is that the right way to deal with it? Have you ever had to deal with a situation like that? And is the sister right by saying, this is not the way you deal with a bully? You know, so they've come to blows over this and they disagree, obviously, inherently on how you deal with a bully. Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Is that how you deal with a bully? Let me go to Stuart. Stuart, you're in Ireland's Classic Hits. How are you doing, Stuart? Not too bad, how you doing, Niall? Good. In relation to the, the, this bullying, so the sister, well, the two of them are kind of at odds and she said, that's not the way you deal with a bully. She grabbed the bully by the throat and screamed into his face, a 12-year-old. Is that is that how you deal with it when you're at the end of your tether? I believe you do whatever it takes to protect your child. I was actually speaking to you a few months back about my own son um, who was con- who was all through primary school and he completely committed suicide. We had, to, we, we had to found a plan that he had that he was going to kill himself. Oh, my. Um, so it was a case of where the other sister who doesn't have the child involved 
doesn't understand what's going through or what type of messages are being put through and the effects that it can have on yeah, any it doesn't understand the impact on the family yes you know, of course it doesn't and like when you see if it's horrific messages that, that obviously are being sent it's very fine to say the school say oh yeah we're, 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 it is going on if the school knew it was going on they should have been in contact with the parents to say this is what's going on we are dealing with it this is what is going forward what do you think that, yeah, that bit actually surprised me. That when she eventually went to the school, it says here the school basically confirmed that the bullying was also taking place, and they had tried to keep them separate as much as possible. In other words, the school knew about it. Yeah, uh, to me, the, what they're doing is they were trying to keep it quiet so it doesn't escalate. Mm. That's my. That's, that's well. Maybe my they felt they separate. were. Maybe they felt they were dealing with it and everything. But had they st- still they should have been involved. They know schools are aware nowadays that if it's happening in school. And there's, there's, at the age that they're at, there's more than likely there's a chances of it if, if it's, it's online or through phone communications and stuff like that. They need to be telling parents what's going on. You know what I mean? They need to be telling and saying, look, you need to be aware of this. They don't know the effect it's going to have on any child. Do you know what I mean? I, I unfortunately, or fortunately, was lucky enough that a teacher found uh, a plan that my son was going to fulfil and the way he felt. The and by the way, that must have when you when you found that out, Stuart. Sorry to go back over old ground, oh, but for listeners, no, who, okay. for listeners who didn't hear you on at the time, when you found that out, that must have been devastating for you as a father. To be honest with you, he's in second year now. He's just finished second year, and it's still upsetting. And it's I was literally wanted blood, and I didn't care I whose blood I it was. No, I've, no, I've been I've been in that position, Stuart. My own yeah. daughter it happened to my own daughter many years ago. And I know I, I, the night has happened <clears throat> when I saw the messages. Now, I, we did go to the Garda Shea et cetera, et cetera, and they, they dealt with it in the end, right? But I, I seen who the two individuals were. I knew where they lived. Yeah. And I actually felt like at three o'clock in the morning going to their houses and pulling them out of the, do- out of the door. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I know, yeah. I know that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it was a case of where, like, it, like the, 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 that sister does not understand you know what I mean? Obviously, regardless of whether the, the other sister, the mother, has is it hot tempered and stuff like that, any person in that situation is going to react like that. I knew who the who the influence were that were, were with, with my son. I knew who the mother and father was. It was said at one stage that this went through literally every year in primary school. This went happened, and every year we were going down to the school and and, and trying to, get to to watch and make him aware and everything else, and. The, the, I felt like going up and grabbing the father and punching the head off him. But that, that's point, what we would have done in the old days. I remember in my, oh yeah, in my days, your dad go out and knock the head off oh yeah. the parent. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and my, my father was the very same way. But I, I didn't. His mum, like, um, I don't know whether that achieves anything. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh, apart from like, causing a row between you and the parents of that person. No, then. but sometimes it's like these were respectable parents. One of the, 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 the mother of the child involved was a teacher. And when it was said to her, her attitude was, oh, boys will be boys. Nice. And I don't understand that. Now, having said all that, now, not getting down that road too much, but I believe they were a handful anyway. Even the grandmother used to say they were a handful. But the point is, if she felt like that and she was getting no sort and there was nothing stopping it and she under like the sister probably doesn't know exactly what's going on, what's being said, what way her that her, her, her niece or nephew is, is, is feeling and how the mother is 
sees the difference in that child and everything else. Like, you see my son now, this year, compared to my son when he was in primary school, mm. is like chalk and cheese. Yeah. And only for the fact that he had a really good teacher in sixth, year that, in sixth class that got him through it and looked out for him and minded him. Um, it's, and he's, he's, he's come a long way now and he's, he's a lot more confident. But And how did the, the bullying stop, Stuart, in the end? Let's, we finished primary school. Okay, so just getting away from the individuals. Yeah. Now, again, I wasn't allowed go near or say nothing from his mum's point of view because she knows I would have, like, all hell would have broken. Uh, did you go to the guards or anything? There was no point. It wasn't going to, see, it was well, When you say there's no point, I went to the guards. I was lucky I got a decent guard, by the way. Yeah. And she visited the two individuals. It was a female guard. She'd visited and she gave them both a caution. Now, yeah. she said, there's nothing more than that I can do because they're minors. You know, I can't arrest them or I can't, you know, no. charge them. But, but they I can't even caution them now. Like, do you know what I mean? They don't but, even, they might go down and have a word in their ear. But it's, it's the individual, it's the, regardless of whether the parents wouldn't, would, wouldn't say, if the decent parents and, and, and they were horrified and, and they, they, they sort of understand you and come back from you and they're up to fully on board that, that this shouldn't be happening or anything else. At the end of the day, that child is going to do what that child wants to do regardless of what the guards say or what they have. He's, like, they were pulled up in school so many times when it was reported to them. You know what I mean? It got to the stage where it was for physical, then as my son got bigger and he mm-hmm. got bigger than him, he, he, he let loose one day. To be honest with you, funny story, real quick, very, very quick. We were at a party one day and those jumpers were there. And one of them kept at him and niggling at him and kicking him and as they were doing some sort of game. And all of a sudden, my young fella lost the head. And he started kicking him and punching him. And he knocked him to the ground and he didn't stop. I took the smallest of baby steps walking over to him. <laughs> and I said to him, and I just saw him and said, are you all right there? I won't say someone's name, but I said, are you all right there? Yeah. And he goes, yeah, that's gone. Just, and I casually walked across. Yeah, you weren't, you know, you weren't in a hurry to intervene. Jesus, no. <laughs> right. And I was waiting for the mother or the father to say something. They never did. Yeah, but, I mean, but, but is that, isn't that but what our parents went, told it us? Went from, no, because it went from, but from that point on, it went from physical to mental. Yes. And that was the hardest part because he was that stage then, because it was never really being dealt with to his satisfaction, that he said it to the teachers have, have, have said it and tried to intervene and everything else. And nothing ever seemed to change. He got to a stage where he kept his mouth shut. He just got on with it. And he, there's no child, no child, should I end up having to go to school terrified and worrying about, yeah. and worrying about of course, of course, oh, yeah. this, is, this is an everyday occurrence. There's no point in saying that because nothing's going to change. And it only makes things worse and everything else. Like, it, but when I hear the stories on the show on a regular basis in relation to bullying and messages and social media, by the way, has a lot to answer for when it comes to this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and messages to a child, telling a child to kill themselves or to do things like that. And there are horrific messages. And this one, by the way, she does mention that the sister went through his phone while he was asleep and found hundreds and hundreds of horrific messages. You know, for mostly one kid. There was a few others who joined in, obviously, because, you know, they want to be cool with yeah, the ringleader. Yeah, exactly. But generally, it's one person that starts the yeah. ball rolling. And that's very, that was very similar with mine. There was a couple of young lads that were, that were in the group and were going along with mm. it. And you know they were going along with it because the ringleader was, 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 was that's, they were just going along with it. But the only thing I will say is the sister kind of has a point that if she pins this young fella up against the wall by the throat or whatever she did and starts screaming in his face, 
she's essentially guilty of assaulting a minor. Now, the minor, you know, the, the young fella's not going to go to jail for bullying the kid, but she could go to jail for assaulting a minor. But we don't know, and well, assuming going away from what you've read out so far, okay, yeah, yeah. we don't know what effect that that is having on her child. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm sure it has and had a if, massive effect. If I'm telling you now, I would have been in jail this minute if anything, if my son yep. had went through or I know, attempted to I go know. through exactly what he was planning. Yep. And only for, I literally, I was, today I got the phone call from, from, from his mum in tears. I was up in Dublin for work and I immediately went into my boss and said, I need to take, to explain what happened. She said, look, you go, do what you want, go look after go to do what you have to do. We went, I calmed down before I went into school the next day because I was ready to swing for anyone and anyone at that stage. And if you had a saw the bully like she did? Not it, even the bully, it was the teachers and the, uh, because it was left to go on for the whole of primary I know, school. I know, I know. It was anybody, I, if I had seen his parents, I would have went hell for letter because... No, no, I know, like, I know, I know, a parental instinct. Yeah. That's just a parental yeah, instinct to you, protect but, your child. Well, it's, it's, it's not even just a protection of the child. For a child to feel the way they are and feel worthless and, and, and pathetic, my son, he was, he's, not, he's not a big lad, and he's certainly not big now because he's, 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 he's got a stretch on him and he's lost a lot of the puppy fat. He had a small little bit of puppy fat, yeah. as, he, as kids yeah. at that age do. One of the things that he was constantly saying is about being, um, being called him fat and all the rest of it that went along. Mm. He just got so self-conscious of it. He'd starve himself. He would get up in the mornings and he would do sit-ups and push-ups trying to lose the, the weight and he couldn't because it was just, he said there was nothing he could do about it. He was that self-conscious of it. The day of his communion, after his communion, that he went in to get the photographs, I'm sitting on the chair with him. He's in his dude. He didn't want to go into school, crying those eyes out because they'll only start taking... taking I know, and you know what? When that happens and you get to that point, it's heartbreaking. Actually, do me a favour, Stuart. Stay there for a second because yeah. I, want, I want to go to Laura as well. Laura, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Laura? Hi, Nan. Laura, you believe the mother was dead right to do what she did? Yeah, Because when you reach the point where the school are doing nothing and you know you can't approach the parents or you don't know the parents, what, what do you do? What are your choices? I have gone through it with kids. I went through it myself as a teenager in secondary school. I was relentlessly from first year to third year. And very little is done. And the schools will tell you X, Y and Z why they can't do anything. And it, just, is frust- it is frustrating. I know it is frustrating. It's incredible. My 11 year now, he was what, he's 13 now. So going back years ago. In my list, your phone is breaking up, Laura, just a little bit. Run, Sorry. Up, run up the stairs, go to a different room or something. I can't run up the Sorry. stairs now. The kids are at school today. Oh. You don't want to be listening to that. No, no, no. Well, they, we, we, we'll pop outside. Yeah, go ahead. Go on. Yeah. My son, a couple of years ago, in primary school, so I think they were 10 or 11 at the time, was told by another child to go kill himself. Oh. Or to go hang himself, more specifically. Now, he didn't come home and tell me straight away. It was, it was hours later I asked how school was and... The usual, and he told me this had happened. I went down to the school, furious. The teacher was aware of it, but because the other child had special needs, there was nothing they could do. Oh, no. And so I she, said, did they not even it. tell you? No. No, I wasn't told anything. He told me. I went down. The teacher came out. We're aware of it, but because of his needs, 
we kind of, you know, we go a bit bitty. We let it slide, like. Hold on a minute. I said, he's not stupid. Yeah. I said, he's not a stupid child. He's a very intelligent child. I said, he knew exactly what he was saying. I said, so therefore, I said, I I, I said, I couldn't care less. I said, what needs do you make for him or what? Yeah. You you can't make excuses for bullying. No, you can't. I said, if that was the other way around, I said, I would have been rang. I said, was his mother rang? No. So I said, his mother's not even aware of what he's done. But I said, my child was able to tell me what had happened. So like that, I made, I made a song and a dance about it and I told him to get his mother up and you tell her it's not acceptable for her son to say that. Yeah. And it, my son wasn't the only son he had, the child he had said it to. There was, there was another child in the school that he had relentlessly bullied for at least a year. Same thing, go home and kill yourself. And because, he, and and because yourself. he had special needs, it was kind of like almost like you being used as an excuse. Oh, absolutely, and, and, had been, and had been done for years within the school, and their answer was, our hands are tied. I said, your hands are not tied. No. I said, every child in this school is entitled to an education. I said, And, 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 to, be, and to be equally. safe in school, by the way. Yes. Yes. And this was primary school level. So, like, you can imagine going up into secondary school level. <laughs> you know, and did the child, child, sorry for asking, but maybe you don't know the answer to this one, but, but did the child with special needs, did he have an SNA? Uh, he did for a certain amount of Okay, hours because day, that I would think. be the SNA's responsibility as well to deal with that situation if the child well, was being the bully. The teacher's answer to me was that the two of them were brought in after lunch break. It happened at lunchtime out in the yard. The answer was they were both brought in after school when the, when she was made aware of it. And she said, my child wasn't visibly upset. They shook hands and it and all was well. Mm. I said, whether my child was visibly upset or not, I said, it's not the answer. I said, you should have been told, told him. I said, my son didn't even know what that meant at that age. No, of course not. He didn't not. know what that... I said, he wasn't aware of... You know, they're, they're kids. They're not aware of suicide and stuff like that. And they, they don't need to be made aware of it at that age, I don't think, too much. No, of course not. But I said, he's a child in school. He wasn't physically Okay, but, but get, just getting back quick, because I'm, I'm running out of time here. I mean, Stuart said, obviously, as a parent, he couldn't be responsible at the time for what he was going to do because, obviously, his child was actually planning to do that, which, which is shocking, yeah. because he'd been Horrific. bullied so much. But, Laura... I, I understand what both of you are saying, but is it ever right to, to, you know, go to the school yourself, wait outside, see the bully, the 12-year-old, it's a child, let's be clear about it, even though it's a bully, it's a child, and pin them up against a wall by the scruff of the neck and then, I, and scream into their face? Is that I the right way? I don't know why you would go that far. You, 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 obviously, you can't like, fight violence with violence and all that, but, but at mm. what point... Do you what lose it? Do you, do you, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You can no, keep I your for so long. I was only in the secondary school two weeks ago. There's an awful problem in secondary schools with young fellas vaping. My child is in first year. The school has no knowledge of it. What do you mean there's an issue with vaping? They're dealing inside in the school with tapes. The, young, the older boys are, are getting the younger lads to sell vapes for them and sell the vape juice and all this. It's a massive issue within the school. And the school are sitting looking at me like I'm the stupid one. I know there's no issue in school with vaping. And I'm looking at him going, oh, there is. My child, has, I've had three vapes in his school bag in the last three months. And he's 13. And they're telling me there's no issue. The school aren't interested. They educate them and that's as far as they go. And, and, and you know what? I know, I know, I know, I'm going to say something, Laura. I'll some some schools... responsibility. Yes, no, some schools are good at dealing with these situations. Other schools are not. And it depends. It's it's a school by school situation. I, I wouldn't say that all of them are bad at dealing with it. But oh. but but getting back to the the original question. Uh, sorry, both Stuart and Laura. You think she? You think she's justified in some sense? I do. But yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry, Laura. Just yeah. sorry, Laura. Just, but reading that email, going by what you read out on that email, I don't think she 
waited for the child. I think she ended up seeing the child. She just seen the child. Yes. Yeah. 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 So. It wasn't. It was a wasn't premeditated. No, yes. it's different if you're sitting there, okay, and then you're going to. If you're sitting there and you're waiting, and then you're 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 going. To yeah, get she just saw the oval coming out and saw red. Yeah. Yeah, that's totally different. You can get where she's coming from. Yeah, I don't think she's a problem with that, and I think the sister really needs to cop on and be more supportive. Okay, listen, guys, I have to go to break. Thank you, Laura. Thank you to Stuart, by the way. That's a whole other issue, by the way, that Laura's raised about vaping in schools. I wasn't aware that they were kind of, there's like a black market of vaping equipment. Uh, the number's 87 188 of your messages coming in on WhatsApp as well, by the way. Hi, Niall, how are you? I have three sons, eight, six, and three. And I've told my eldest fella, kids will be kids, yes, and they fight and stuff happens between them. But I personally believe that a bully needs a taste of their own medicine and I've taught my kids to defend yourself no point in going to the teachers because they're doing nothing nowadays all this crack of bringing parents in sitting them down and having a chat doesn't work personally as I said bullies need a taste of their own medicine don't hit first but you hit last you fight back because bullies are cowards at the end of the day yeah that's what your parents used to always tell you don't let them hit you fight back Niall sometimes you just have to fight for a fire there's no point in wishing you did these things when it's too late. I get just all. I, I just don't want to be condoning violence on the air, but as a parent, I would feel exactly the same way. Uh, you know, and if I, I'd probably see red if I saw the bully too and nothing was being done about it. If I'd gone through all the proper channels and nothing was being done about it, as a parent, I'd, I'd feel the same way. Uh, the number is 087-188-008. Did this mother go too far by attacking a 12-year-old at the school? Because he'd been bullying her son. Let me know what you think. 87 188 Alright, so your text coming in. What should a parent do? Nothing, Niall. Allow these scumbags to hide behind their ridiculous laws. Start drafting a nice eulogy for their children and make the scrote watch you as you beat the shit out of his elfle. Well, that was what we did years ago, wasn't it? When you went home to your dad and you said, you know, that Johnny up the road was at the giving you a hiding, your dad would go down to his father and give him a hiding. And I don't know... <laughs> I don't know whether that actually achieves anything or not. Whatever about screaming at the bully. So, look, the email, basically, this child is being bullied. The mother went down to the school. School knew about it. They had tried to separate them as much as possible. Blah, 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 blah. They didn't, weren't doing very much about it, obviously. There was hundreds of horrific text messages. So the mother was down picking her son up from school one day. He's 12 years of age. And she happened to see the bully. Got out of the car, obviously. Went over. Grabbed him. He started laughing at her. So she pushed him up against the wall by the troth, screaming into his face. And her sister saying, look, that's not the way you deal with this situation. You're going to get yourself into trouble. But was she right? If there's no other way of dealing with it. Now, there's no indication that she punched him or anything like that. The number's 87 Mary, you're in Ireland's classic kids. How you doing, Mary? Hi, Neil. How are you? Good. Mary, look, as a parent of three children, I know exactly you would do anything to protect your children. But is this the right way to deal with it? Well, it's the only way, because like, as I, as I seen in the message to you there, my daughter was bullied in secondary school. We were sick of going down about it and everything. This day, he bought a knife, a bloody knife to school, and he told wow. her, oh, slit, slit your throat, you ugly fat, C-U-N-T, and die. Oh, my. So, of course, we went to the principal, which was useless, too much of a proper, you know, oh, laddie, uh, school, you know, yep. bad reputations and that of it. And he did nothing. This, the boy wasn't even suspended. So he had, he had a knife and, to- a knife. and told him to slit his throat, you fat, ugly, whatever. It was my daughter, slit her throat, slit you her ugly, throat. fat, C-U-N-T. And right. he wanted her to die. Yeah. So she was scared of him, like, you know, obviously. Of course. School would do nothing. He should have been expelled from school, end of story. But the school wants to keep its high reputation. But, the, but he had a knife. A knife. 
He should be just. There should be no question. He should be. He should be expelled. He should be charged. Should be brought in, but nothing. Absolutely. Nothing happened. Nothing. And that school has the same thing. But he's in possession of a lethal weapon. It's a lethal weapon. Another child. She killed herself in that school because she was bullied so bad by other children, and they did nothing about it. And that child died. You know. So the day came when I spotted him on his own, and I did get out of my car and I ran. And I'm not a small person. I ran and I grabbed him by the throat. And I hopped him off a wall and I said, I will slit your throat, you little C-U-N-T, if you touch my daughter again. But he did back down after that from her. And do you think he backed down because of your actions? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah, because like, I'm a big person. And, yeah, he's a scrawny <laughs> little tall. Well, he was tall, like, but... And how, how old was he? How old was he? Um, she was 15. So he was around oh, the she, same she, age. Oh, she, sorry, she, 15. Yeah, she was 15, but um, he was around the same age, like, you know, a bully in the school. And that, that brat, nothing ever happened to him. And do you do you know if the parents of this particular child would have been aware that their child is a bully? Do you I know don't the parents? Know, because no. I didn't know the kids' parents. You know myself, and we weren't we were never told. Right. But the school, I I can guarantee you, the school probably never ever told them because that school just wanted a high reputation. You know, right? Uh, just being the best school and everything, but it was wrong. Like you know, as I said, that child should he should be next to that. It so well, well, I mean, okay, a child bringing a knife to school and telling another Shocking. child to slit their throat. I mean, that th- there's a multiple of illegal offences yes. there. I mean, like, possession I of a lethal weapon, threatening yeah. behaviour. Yeah, totally. There's, there's loads. I mean, the, the police should have been involved. They should have been. And, you know, we didn't go because it was all just so open a heap about... And, and did you not go to the school. police, Mary? Sorry? Did you not go to the guards? I didn't go to the guards and I was sorry after I didn't. Yeah, I'm really sorry after I didn't. You probably should have. The very fact that he yeah. had a knife. You know what because I mean? Because he, he, I swear he never even got suspended. Like, I mean, what kind of a school? I mean, a, it's not a posh school, but you know, there's a high up, you know? Yeah, yeah, they they've got still, good grades. They want to keep an eye on yeah. their grades. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know, I know. And they want to keep all, as I said, another little girl committed suicide not long after from another bully in school. And she was bullied yeah. and bullied and bullied and she died. You know? It, it's so easy because they're, they're so bullied, you know? They, yeah. And well, look, children like, are so volatile, are so, 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 so vulnerable. Uh, yeah. when they're young so we like have that. to take it on our own hands in, but the thing is, like, um, he didn't report me, but <laughs> if it was an hour day, I'd probably be arrested yeah, for it, you, you know? Well, it, see, here's the danger, Mary, right? Yeah. That, you know, you could be in a situation, I mean, there's nothing really happens to a child because they're a minor, but you yes. could be in a situation where well, if I'm you do something... I assaulted a minor. You assaulted a minor, yeah. Well, back 15 years ago, it wasn't as bad as it is now. No, no, he did it now. <laughs> you know? You'd be not and I still trouble. do it today. Would you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Because it's kind of parental instinct, isn't it? It is, because can you imagine if, like, he kept picking, picking, picking at her, if she committed suicide, just like the other little girl in the school. Yeah. Did you know, like... Yeah. It's just not right at all. So what advice, I mean, do you give children nowadays when they're being bullied? I mean, what advice do you give them? I mean, in my day, your dad would say, look, if they hit you, hit them back. Hit you them know? back. But nowadays, right? you know, yeah. we kind of have the whole Dr. Phil attitude around the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, you know, there's, know. No, there's a procedure. Yeah. Don't go to your teacher and tell your teacher and go to the principal and blah, blah, blah. And it's it's all... Yeah, we should do not. But like, the only thing is, like, if you do show a bit of fight back, you know, they tend to might back off a small bit. Yeah. So would you That's have always told thing. your children to hit back or fight back? I tell them to fight back. That's just me. Yeah. Fight them back. Because otherwise, if, if they're going to walk over you, like, which they do, the bullies, they know what they're going to keep digging and getting at oh, you. Oh, they know. No, the they look for a weakness. The bully will look they for look the weakness. They look for the weakness. And if you, you know, some kids are quieter, they're the ones they'll go for. Yeah, see, I was bullied in school because I was quiet. So was I. I was sensitive. Because, I, like, the last man, I was, his child, I was a little bit chubbier than the others. And I got 
crucified in school. Things thrown at me all the time, you know, but I would never tell my mother, you know. I didn't, it was embarrassing to have the parents go down then, you know, that's kind of Of course, of yeah, yeah. Mad, don't like, go to the, the class. Same thing, yeah, more kids, are, yeah. kids can be cruel, you know, like. Oh, Until I know. the day I, I did eventually stand up for myself and I picked up a stick because they were, they were picking at us so bad and I broke the girl's arm. I was so angry. You broke her arm? Never, ever, I did. And I got in trouble for it because they were picking on me and I remember flaking her so hard because I had enough of it. And I was the one that was nearly killed. I, I, I have to, I'll make an admission on the air. I broke a fella's leg once. <laughs> um, I shouldn't really admit this. Right? I was, it was my first job. I worked in a record shop. I was only 17 years of age. And this guy, I had barred him from the shop. I was, there was, I, I was, I was the manager stroke sales assistant because there was nobody else there, just me. Yeah. Uh, but this guy, and he kept picking on me. Like he just kept coming into the shop and throwing some of the record sleeves because in those days you had the record yeah, yeah. sleeves and he'd fling yeah. them all over the floor just to make work for me and stuff. That's so why I barred him from the shop numerous times. So this particular occasion I saw him coming so I went over and I was locking the door to stop him from coming in and uh, he went to try and kick me through the door like oh. he was putting his leg in to try and kick me as I was locking the door. So I kicked the door and slammed it on his leg. Oh Jesus, yeah. Down he went crying oh. like a baby his of mates, course, yeah. ambulance called. I was going, oh, Jay's my dad come up and I was going, oh, no. My dad said, what do you have to do? I said, I don't know. He's got off in an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> I heard later his leg was broken in two places. But he felt good first. <laughs> yeah, I do. I feel good now even thinking about it. To be honest, it's just the only yeah, time I've ever, like, ever done that like that in my life. No, <laughs> but I, but I never. The, I, I was expecting like my dad thought the guards were going to be called everything. Yeah, but no, nothing that that ever happened because he knew he was wrong. I was just defending myself. Yeah, but no, I say if, if, if it's nowadays, Jesus, oh, I'd be in anything trouble. nowadays, guards in involved in everything. You know, Mary. Listen, thank you very much indeed for sharing your story. Thanks, man. I love right. speaking to you. Thank See you. Bye. bye, bye, bye. Uh, keep texting. Keep WhatsApping. Numbers zero eight seven one double eight travel zero eight. Some of your WhatsApp messages, by the way, coming in too. Here is uh, you can send them at any time. Uh, again, can't come on today, but. Listen, 100% she's right. 100% she's right. Obviously, you're going to have a lot of people saying, oh, no, 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 and blah, 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 and he's only a child himself. But no, nip it in the bud now, because that child has to be in that same school with that other Wally for the next six years. It would only get worse. Nip it in the bud now, and yeah, bang on right to do what she did. A lot of people... A lot, of say, a lot of people say nip it in the bud now, nip while you can, because it'll just get worse. And I understand that feeling from parents if nothing else is being done and you feel you have to take it into your own hands. There is the guards. I told you I've gone to the guards in the past and it worked out pretty well, but that doesn't work out for everybody. It depends on the guards you get. The number's 087-188-008. Susan, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits. How are you, Susan? Hi, Niall. How are you? Good. Today has brought back a few memories for you, I believe. Oh, yeah. Um, our daughter was relentlessly bullied for about three years in secondary school. Mm. Now, the bullying was both verbal, but was mainly physical. Okay. To the point that she had broken bones at least once a month. For broken bones? Months. Yes. So they, yes. Were, they were beating her up like... One particular girl, of course, was the ringleader. There's always there's one. Always, there's always a ringleader, yeah. Um, she was, I suppose the others were possibly afraid of her. I don't know. And was she ending up in hospital? Uh, she was ending up in A&E with broken bones permanently. Oh, my. Um, to the point that we were told, oh, she's clumsy. Um, she caught ah. her fingers in the door. Uh, she fell down the stairs. Uh, 
And is that what the school were telling you? Is that what the school were telling you? Uh, That's what the school were saying, plus, in fairness, that's what our daughter was also saying. So she was telling the school, I fell down the stairs, or I caught my hand in the door. Okay. Yeah. And then the school would ring us, you know, come and collect her. uh, Okay, so they were only going by what she had told them, so okay. okay. Exactly. Yeah. Um, So then, oh, it went on. And one particular day, taking her into A&E, and I can remember it as if it was yesterday. We were stopped at traffic lights. And I said to her, Jeannie, Mac, thanks be to God this afternoon is good. You know something, if this was happening at home, we'd be in awful trouble. And suddenly the penny dropped. And I thought, wait a minute. So I said nothing. We went to A&E, got another boot on another ankle. And, um, I mean, she was on crutches, Nile for, well, I would say easily four or five months of one particular year. Um, so I waited, went home, uh, spoke to a couple of people mm. and was told, well, did you not know that so-and-so was bullying her all the time? I said, what? Yeah, she's been bullied. You must have saw red so, when you heard that, yeah. Yeah, I went, spoke to my daughter. I said, why in the honour of God did you not tell her? And what I got was, oh, mum, please don't. Please don't do anything. Please don't do anything. It'll be worse. So she thought by telling you and you, and you reacting to it, it would make things worse. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So I said to her, look, it has to be sorted. It's not going to happen again. I saw red, but tried to keep calm because I knew she was afraid of what I'd do. So contacted a friend of ours who's a guard and said, what in the hell can I do here? So go to the school, talk to the school, see what reaction you get. So I did that. Uh, got no reaction. Um, was basically told, no, no, not at all. That's not happening. Because they, well, they had no recorded event of it, so to speak, because exactly. it had never been reported, yeah. Exactly. And I said to them, look, it is happening. She's confirmed to us that it's happening. Uh, well, we're going to have to talk to her. And I said, if you take her out of class and the other girl knows why, it's going to make things worse. Yeah, yeah you're copying so, a rock and hard place there, aren't you? Yeah. 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 Oh, well, there, there's nothing really we can do. I, I'll talk to her later. So they did speak to her and she confirmed it and they kind of knew who the person would be. So they spoke to the girl so much so that I got a phone call that evening from this girl's mother, who I didn't know from Adam, uh, introduced herself, told me she was the mother of this girl. And I said to her, I have nothing to say to you. And she said, well, the school told me to ring you to apologize. I thought, oh, no. This is not right. Back down to the school I went and I said, how dare you give out my personal information? How dare you tell this woman to contact me? Oh, well, we thought it could be handled outside school. I said, it's happening in school. I was getting over. I went on for about a week communicating with the school. And eventually we said, no, get a solicitor. Mm -hmm. We got a solicitor who we didn't know from Adam, but it turned out her son had been bullied. And... She had a vested interest. Uh, she said, right, here's what we're doing. We are writing to every member of the school board. That letter will be sent registered post to each of their homes. And they will be told that if it continues, they will each and every one of them be held responsible. If no action is taken, so to speak. Yes, to prevent yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So, lo and behold, now it stopped. It stopped. Just like that. 
I feel so sorry for your daughter. That must have had a oh, huge emotional impact on her. It was horrific. She ended up, and I know you'll understand this, she ended up as a 15-year-old girl with bad alopecia. Oh, same thing happened to me when I was bullied when I was nine. Yeah. I ended up yeah. with alopecia, yeah. Yeah. Now, luckily, hers was only in patches and okay. thankfully grew back and yeah. she's beautiful head of hair. Um, but it had severe consequences. With her my heart, go, my heart goes out to her. I know exactly how she felt and I know how she must have felt. Mind you, I've never had the broken bones. That's to the oh. extreme. I, I mean, I, I couldn't tell you. I think she... You must have been broken hearted. Each thumb broken, I'd say, at least three times. That's horrendous. Yeah. Uh, and where, and the bully, by the way, did anything ever happen to the bully? Did they ever get... Uh, did, the I mean, bully the, the, ended up with a decent enough job Day and um, she actually works in a hospital. Oh, and my daughter happened to be admitted to the same hospital for something totally unrelated about two years ago. And next thing, she walks into the room that we're in. And I looked at her, and of course, I again see red. And my daughter turns to her, Hi, how are you? I haven't seen you in ages. How are you getting on? I know, I know, because and she's emotionally blocked it out of her mind in some no, sense. No. I said to her when the girl left the room, I said, how can you even talk to her? And she said, oh, mom, we all make mistakes. Oh, your daughter's a very forgiving person. I'll tell you, much more forgiving than her mother is. I know, I met, I met my bully. I was working in a nightclub and I was packing my records into the car. I was a DJ and I seen him walking down the street and he was a bit of a down and out. And I seen him and right. I looked at him and he, he looked at me and he says, Jay's, hey, young boy. And he says, you're doing well for yourself. And I said, yeah, you're not doing too well. And I said, I couldn't be happier to see that. <laughs> and that was as far that was as much as I said to him yeah. listen yeah. I'm, I'm glad your daughter's okay now and I, but unfortunately the emotion, there, there, there will be emotional scars forever yeah. the yeah. only thing I yeah. can say is if you get no satisfaction with school go to the board of management go over their heads just go over yes. their heads and make people responsible absolutely, yeah. absolutely. hold them fully responsible yeah. they're on the board of management for a reason Okay, well, listen, Susan, thank you for sharing your story. Sorry, I'm stuck for a little bit of time. I hate washing people off the air. Susan, thank you very much indeed. And I hope your daughter stays well and stays safe and has a wonderful life ahead of her. I'm trying to put that behind her. That's dreadful. I understand the alopecia aspect of it. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's Classic Hits.